WKCR-FM New York, WKCR-HD1, WKCR.org 89.9 FM, or maybe you're listening to this on the Deep Focus podcast. Uh-huh. Could be any of those, and um, but any which way. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. The show's called Deep Focus, and here's what we do. We invite a guest into the studio, and we... Uh, ask the guest to propose a topic of our dedicated attention for three hours and the challenge to your humble narrator is to find live unreleased recordings on that topic our guest tonight oh man i'm so happy to have you here i've been trying to make this happen for a long time (laughs) welcome back to the studios of wkcr roy nathanson thank you mitch thank you (laughs) good good me too me too and uh the timing is propitious. It's <laughs> landing right on the downbeat. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, Roy, I asked you, what are we going to play? And, it, and sometimes I ask that question and I go, well, I don't know, you know, I've kind of been listening to this. I kind of like that. You came right out with our topic. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you were talking about like somebody, I thought the idea was somebody who really mattered to you. And, yeah. and that's immediately Dolphy. I mean, like the two players and the two, even writing as poetry or like everything that I do sort of comes out of the horn, my relationship to the horn. And the sound that I first heard that really drove me was Sonny Chris. And Sonny Chris was a big influence sound-wise on Dolphy. And then I finally heard Dolphy and I was like, forget about this shit. I was like... <laughs> The most so my whole life I've been listening and transcribing and it's influenced all kinds of stuff there and and you know so I thought man if you could find some new shit on Dolphy that would be incredible so here we are <laughs> here we are tell tell me a little, what, what is it about Eric Dolphy what's you know it, it, it's funny because I first played I, I can't use these things I don't know we're gonna get it, it doesn't matter it's just cool um I, you know, it it really feels like speech. I feel like the biggest deal to me, the simplest way to th- talk about music and art, any kind of is sto- is kind of storytelling and sort of a multi. Uh, the extended idea of language, between words. Music, you know, playing, and I mean, Bird obviously, you know, was clearly doing that, and in a way that was not that was even though he he had to play like uh, uh, you know tunes that they were on three minute tunes, and they were they were not able to do it like art music, like fucking like John Cage, like the the, the white guys could do it, and then but but and and by the time Dolphy came along, people could, were doing that, black musicians were doing that, and. And I think the first thing I ever heard was the unaccompanied God Bless the Child on bass clarinet. That was the first thing that just blew my mind. And of course, uh, Out to Lunch, you know, then it was around the same time. I, that was, you know, I'm already, I'm all, I'm young, older, younger, younger than, than Do- I mean, I never saw Dolphy live. And I, I started listening to all this stuff in the, like in the late, eight, late 60s. And, um, and uh, you know, there's a way that, He's not playing the changes and playing the changes and playing intervals and composing and simply speaking with his horn. That all, that's everything I wanted to learn how to do in some my own way. And, you know, in listening just when you sent me this one thing and I thought to myself, now I'm, I'm 70. 
I'm 72 years old, and I mean, I'm still playing, playing good, but I mean, I don't, you know, maybe I don't have the same kind of a total energy, because the, the fire of the stuff that, 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 that he did, the fire of that stuff, I mean, that's not really replicable in some way in this day and age. That's what I've realized, you know. I don't know if it was any easier to do then because he's the, kind of the only guy who ever did what he did. Well, I mean, Train did something, yeah. but it was not, and that also had a certain kind of fire. And I do think the political time, you know, I mean, I, I was here at Columbia. I dropped out of Columbia because I was a lefty and blah, 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 all that time. And it's all part of the same you know, I, I, I'm not saying that that was a specific time that would never happen, but I, there's something about, I mean, I was talking to Marty Ehrlich about this earlier today and about how, um, you know, the overload of information and and how, re, you know, how technology can make recordings and, you know, the relationship between live performance and not live performance was so different then and the political stuff. I think there was a confluence of a lot of things that would make it very hard for I mean, you were just listening to on KCR to, to somebody talking about Nirvana, uh, Nirvana and 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 this and and noise stuff. Noise guitar was from my generation. Really came from Rebo's. I played with Rebo for years and all this, and uh, and so it, 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 that is a kind of fire too. But this speaking horns are a speaking thing. It's a breath thing, mm-hmm. and breath is a different thing. And that this technology stuff has got nothing to do with breath, and that's so. That's my answer. I that love that. Sense. Yeah. Well, you put the challenge to me to find some live, unreleased recordings of Eric Dolphy, and we've got something here in the from the KCR archives. It's quite remarkable. Uh, it's from a recording in Queens, a place called the Gaslight Inn, uh, not to be confused with the Village Gaslight, but. Um, it's out in Jackson Heights. It's uh, off Roosevelt Avenue. Do you know anything about that club? I mean, I think that'd be interesting to people because, to me, the idea that Dolphy was playing in Queens. I mean, Queens was still Queens, yeah. the way it is now. You don't imagine that's going to happen at a club in Queens. Do you know anything about that club? Um, I have tried to find out. There is and? not a lot of documentation. I did uncover some stuff. I'll take another look. See if I can pull it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was, as far as I could tell, a real neighborhood joint. The reason that we have this recording is there was a great radio series called Concepts in Jazz. A host named Alan Grant did mm-hmm. on uh, another, another radio station. And where was it out station. of? New York. Right. Um, and he was, it was uh, I think it was WABC. No kidding. Uh, yeah. Wow. And uh, it was Friday nights. They did a, a lot of this. We've done a lot of sessions that he had hosted from the half note. Right. No, I like knew that. I, I remember his name for yeah from the, some of those things. Yeah, same I guy. Never heard about this. No, I, I, neither had I. Other than this one, I don't know of any other recordings from this place. And uh, check out this band that he's got. And I know you know, but I'll tell yeah. the folks. So of course Eric Dolphy's leading. He's playing bass, clarinet, alto, and flute. Uh, Eddie Armour on the trumpet. We could go into a little more bio stuff mm-hmm. about these guys later in the show, mm-hmm. but. Uh, a very young Herbie Hancock playing piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, Incredibly. Uh, incredible. <laughs> the magnificent Richard Davis on yeah. bass. Uh, drummer is Edgar Bateman and the wonderful Joe Carroll, who people might know from playing with Dizzy Gillespie. Right, Singing right, with Dizzy Gillespie right. provides a right. little bit of vocals. I know nothing about Edgar Bateman. Uh, he's, uh, I, I looked him up. He was, you know, there's not a ton of stuff about him, he, wow. but he was he was a local cat, drummer. Sound good. <laughs> um, I do have a funny odd, interesting, kind of revealing story about Eddie Armour that I uncovered, which I'll share with you a little uh-huh. bit later in the show. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know that we need to say too much. There is definitely a vibe about this night, and you're going to hear it. You'll also hear uh, Alan Grant doing some... Are you going to do it in order, or do you want to... Yeah, I think we should work okay, our way great. through the set. Sounds good. We'll start Sounds with good. the first couple okay. of tracks, and we'll great. come back and talk Amazing. about that a little okay, bit. Great. The show is called Deep Focus... I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. So, such a pleasure being here with, very directional mics, being here with Roy Nathanson. And sure. I've just got to make sure this is going to play and sound just the way it should. I think we got everything. 
thing all set. And we're going to go out. What train is that, do you think, going out to Jackson Heights? we got to get on the uh, – oh, we could just take the KCR chopper. <laughs> we'll take the chopper. And uh, out to the Gaslight Inn. It's actually on 83rd off Roosevelt Avenue. I, I, I'm a native New Yorker, and I don't know the 83rd streets from the 83rd Boulevards. And the 83rd nobody, Avenue. Going to Jackson, I used to work out there. I used to teach out there. So I, it, it, nobody knows. It. Nobody knows. <laughs> okay, it's Deep Focus on WKCR. I'm Mitch Goldman here with Roy Nathanson and uh, live music from Eric Dolphy. Well, here we are, direct from the Gaslight <laughs> We have another beautiful audience here. We dig in the beautiful sounds of modern America. Alan Grant with Concepts and Jazz. Our first hour live from the Gaslight Inn at 83rd off Roosevelt Avenue in Jackson Heights. Now with us tonight, the very talented Eric Dolphy and his group. Thank you. 
We have Mr. Eric Goffey back with us now. Eric. Eric. What's been happening? <laughs> Since the last time I saw you, actually. Well, we worked at the village gate. That's right. Oh, you had a beautiful thing there, yeah. For just we were about a month, huh? Yeah, about three and a half weeks. About three and a half weeks, then, yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. But you want upstate after this? Well, I don't know exactly. We're supposed to possibly go to Pittsburgh next month. I'm not uh-huh. sure. What you gonna do? A beautiful ballad now? Huh? Yes, it's a, it's a ballad written by Mel Waldron, Pennis, and used to be a company of Billy Holiday. Mm-hmm. They uh, both of them wrote this number. It's called Left Alone. Left Alone.
That is a very beautiful man. That is Eric Dolphy. You're listening to WKCR. The show's called Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. And we have a, you've never heard that music. We're going to talk about it with my guest, Roy Nathanson, here in the studio with me. And uh, off the dome, Roy, impressed. Well, look, look, off the dome in a second. Let me tell the folks where we are. This is a live, unreleased recording. It's at the Gaslight Inn in Jackson Heights, Queens. It's October 7th, 1962. You're hearing Eric Dolphy playing playing the flute right there. Uh, Eddie Armour on the trumpet, Herbie Hancock piano, Richard Davis on the bass, Edgar Bateman on the drums. And Roy, what did, what, did, what did you just experience hearing that music? Well, you know, we were just talking earlier, just like I, I was saying, you were saying, why Dolphy? And, you know, really, I think... To me, and other people have said this, but to me, the real heir to what, to Charlie Parker, just the, that he, these are the two birds. I mean, he's a bird. He, I mean, you heard that, that the way he played flute, and then not just because the flute, you know, sonically has a, 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 has a bird sound, but it's the, it's the speech stuff, and it's partly because the lines he plays are not, scale-ish lines you know they have these giant intervals and the intervals are in the lines so which is to say they you know this kind of stuff and it's so fluent and it's such a language you feel that they are consistently bird calls in a certain sense you know they're there it's this invented language and his his specific bird call you know and rather than people who heard Bird heard Charlie Parker and loved this licks. It's nothing against that. It's an incredible um, scholarship to make sense of that. And even the you know the great players, you know Sonny Stid and, and Cannibal and you know Sonny Chris, anybody else who who you know who, who 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 was influenced by that. But clearly they're playing in that language. And he has taken a more poetic kind of approach to the idea of what a bird does. And you hear that, you know, and and like. The other thing is, of course, I've heard other versions of Left Alone and other versions of Miss Anne, which was the first track you played. Miss Anne is, you know, one of the real classic Dolphy tunes, up-tempo tunes. But they played it even faster here. And his, I mean, if anybody listened to that first track, I mean, he didn't seem to take a breath for like three minutes. And I play the Aldous Axman, you cannot do that. And it's like, it's not that he, it's just that he has that to say. And that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what are we hearing in this band? Well, to me, you know, I love the way Richard Davis plays with Dolphy better than any other bass player. I mean, I feel that he's really listening to the things that he's doing. It's like, you know, I write a lot of music with words. You know, that, I also write poetry, so I'm, you know, I, 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 I mean, and I've sort of studied that so I'm interested and I teach that stuff the relationship to language words and music and and a lot of people play with stuff that I write and they don't really listen to the words fine you know it's a weird thing actually to think that they matter it, it, you know it's just almost a bizarre like utopian idea that words and music you because generally the great songs in fact you're not necessarily listening to words or you're not you know it, it, it is what it is and um, similarly People can play with a great soloist and not really, really, really listen. I mean, they're listening, but they're sort of part of Because remember, a lot of what jazz and a lot of what this is, is, is a moving carpet. The rhythm section is a moving carpet. And, and, and to be a great rhythm section player is to lock into the rest of the rhythm section. Sometimes it's to lock into the rest of the rhythm section and also really listen to the solo and interact with the solo. It seems to me when Richard Davis is playing with me, he is actually in as deep a way as possible hearing what Dolphy's playing. And that's fucking just it's crazy. And so you hear that. And other than that, I mean, uh, I, I, there's the beginning of Herbie Hancock, young Herbie Hancock, and he is, you know, just a phenomenal musician. I, I, I don't think he's playing also... The, the, it, it, He's, first of all, he's playing piano, so it's not a breath instrument. So there's not, I mean, on the other hand, Cecil 
Taylor and there's other people who play conversation. I wouldn't call him playing conversation. He's playing more jazz in the with a capital J. And, you know, in, in the traditional way where you, I mean, not tr- you know, he's a genius. I'm not saying that, but it's, it's it, you know, I don't feel that, I, I feel like he's really listening and he's playing good, but uh, he, he's still, he's, you, you're moving back to a normal planet when he plays in a certain sense to well, me. Well, you, you say the word conversational. Yeah. 60s, Herbie Hancock, I think everybody's going to think of Miles Davis and that band that he was in, that, that was it extraordinarily conversational and flow and but he has not evolved to that place yet i don't think right and also i think the conversation the the, the 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 sounds were less were more like tonal and you know like more melodic more connected to the chords these are sounds that they're juxtaposed two chords rather than notes and to me there's a difference between music philosophy and music theory and I'm a little bit more interested in music philosophy. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, I get it, man. I yeah. get it. I, yeah, I think the, uh, you know, I mean, if you're Eric Dolph, you, you know, you're going to work with the tools at hand, right? Yeah. I mean, and Eric Dolph, listened to a lot of avant-garde, uh, like classical, white classical music, too. And it's like, so you, you, feel, you feel all these different, like, definitions of sound in here, you know? Yeah. Well, we got an interesting call from a listener who grew up right near the, uh, in Jackson Heights, right near the Gaslight Inn, which is where this recording is. And he said, yeah, it was a place, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a neighborhood bar that had live music, and it was not unusual to have uh, some top shelf jazz musicians come through and play. And this was one of those Friday nights. And uh, I'm sure nobody imagined that 60 years later we would be reveling in the experience of getting to hear this and there's probably one guy in there (laughs) one person in there thought this is ridiculous people will be listening to this forever (laughs) right right and there was another guy smoking a winston and uh (laughs) looking at the girl down the bar and Mm -hmm. you know but um yeah it's it's one of the things i was thinking of um you know you were talking about first experience in God Bless the Child, which if you have not heard Eric Dolphy right. reimagine and pull the guts out of that song and reassemble them as something maybe even more glorious yeah. than what it, Billy Holiday left us with, it, you must listen right, to that. Right. And in fact, uh, I haven't looked at this in a bunch of years, but I found it on YouTube, the video of that performance, wow. which is the astonishing. The one that was actually... I think like, it was the same it's, one. It's Berlin. Eric Dolphy... Uh, live in Europe, number three, right? I, I think so. I, I want to say it was Berlin, but um, oh, really? he, I'm sure he did it more than once also. Well, no, the, well, the record that I know of it is from uh, Live in Europe, number three, but that was not. that's a different record than the Berlin thing. I don't know. I don't know which one is. Uh, well, uh-huh. in any case, anyway. I mean, but, um, you know, that, in my experience, too, feels like... Uh, this you know pure abstraction mm-hmm. that he right. come that comes out of him right. in this one piece, and there's kind of a little maybe a bit of a disconnect between that and the idea of like playing a joint, you know, and the smoke curling in the air and everything. Roy, you have played all over the world, mm-hmm. all kinds of different formats. You've you know had to do whatever you've had to do to get people's attention or not, and and all the theatricality that you bring and the things that you've right. done. And I'm just wondering, um, it's pretty rare to hear Eric Dolphy playing in this kind of format. I mean, there, we know of other recordings. The Great Concert comes to mind, yeah. quote unquote. Right. Um, but uh, what do you think? Are you how, how does he uh, how is he working in that situation? Do you hear him doing anything different from what he does otherwise? No, and I, I think that's part of what th- that time was too. You know, uh, there was. It, it 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 was were train and Dolphy and particularly Dolphy that you know at that time I I think he's just decides you can play art in a bar, yeah and that's what it is. This is where we play. Why not? You know if Charlotte Mormon can play Nick, you know can you played with <laughs> right. Charlotte Mormon? Yeah, he knew Charlotte Mormon. Wow. Yeah, I mean just like I mean he knew all these people and he says if these people can play it downtown, I can play it in a bar in Queens. 
I, I, I think, I don't know, I never, you know, but I mean, you, you don't feel that he's doing anything different. He's just being totally present and, you know, whatever they think, they think. That's what it feels like to me. It's kind of incredible. And, and you know, you don't feel that the, that the club is not with him. I mean, it's a live recording. If they were making noise, you'd hear it. Yeah, yeah, very true. And uh, so we're working our way through this set. If you're just joining us, the show is Deep Focus, and we have a guest in the studio, Roy Nathanson, tonight. He has chosen Eric Dolphy as our topic. We have found this astonishing live recording from the Gaslight Inn in Jackson Heights, Queens, October of 1962. Uh, we heard Miss Anne, and you heard, oh, sidebar, how about getting to hear these little interview slugs in between, getting to hear Eric Dolphy's... Oh, my God, right, that he's talking about, yeah, we were just at, uh, Village at the Gate. Gate, and we're going to be maybe in Pittsburgh next. It's so crazy, so beautiful to hear that. It's really fun. This is a really fun record, and i got to tell you, uh, Mitch gave me a chance to listen to it once. I listened to really just some of these. And I'll tell you, the next thing you the listen next thing. Okay, that's what I, go is ahead. Go ridiculous. Ahead. <laughs> I will say, and I've listened to an enormous, insane amount of Eric Dolphy, and I've transcribed some of these solos best as I could over these years, and, uh, and they're insanely impossible to play. And um, this is one of the best solos I ever heard him play. I mean, it's more that, that, and I was talking to, again, my friend Marty Earl, who's a wonderful, wonderful you know, sax player that people out there probably know. And a real student and of a real the craft. Student, right, right. And he, um, he was, uh, um, why did I? Uh, the song we're going into. Oh, no, I know what I was talking about. We're talking about the fire, the thing of the fire of that time. And this when you hear Dolphy come out, this is uh, the next tune's GW, and he comes out with this solo, and really, it's just, I mean, that's all I can say, that there's, you know, just, I think that that's something to tell people before they listen to it, the idea of fire. It's like, that's his fire. It's like an invention of fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, which uh, has been a big topic of late. Yeah. And... Um, when we come back, I'm going to ask you to give us a little thumbnail sketch of uh, Eric Dolphy's technique and ability right. and, and right. language on the right. various instruments that right. he plays. Right. Right. But right. let's keep going with this. So, yeah, it's uh, Eric Dolphy's composition, GW, and it's uh, once again, it's at the Gaslight Inn in Jackson Heights, Queens. Uh, very grateful to Alan Grant, who's the host of the show, and I'm as far as I could tell, the engine behind making it happen it was uh just friday night he would be there with his crew and make these recordings and thank goodness it made its way to the wkcr archives <laughs> <laughs> it's just and we're getting to be a fly on the wall it's... thank god for the wkcr archives i will say over the years i've seen, heard some amazing i'm gonna walk you through it if you like yeah, i'll show I'll you that, yeah. you should Come take a look if you haven't. So, uh, yeah, October 1962. I'm Mitch Goldman here with Roy Nathanson. Deep focus on WKCR live music from Eric Dolphy. Eric Dolphy now. Got a whirl again for you. Yeah. Thank you. 
laughing at me. It's WKCR FM New York, WKCR HD, WKCR.org, 89.9 FM. How about that? All right, 245. By the way, this is um, Eric Luffy with the group of um, Eddie Amor on Flugelhorn, Edgar Bateman on drums, Richard Davis on bass, Herbie Hancock on the piano, and Eric, yes indeed. Deep Focus from Monday, August 21st, 2023. Roy Nathanson in the studio with me. And the topic is Eric Dolphy. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. We got two more parts coming. So go ahead and check those out. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. And even better, tell somebody about the show. If you're enjoying it, let someone know or click us up with the five stars or Make, leave a comment. We love that. We love to see that. And it's super important because it lets people who've never heard about this show find it. And uh, all we want to do is share this music that you love so much. All right. See you over at part two. <laughs> 